Hello and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I'm Nick Axelrod-Welk and I am joined by the ever-lovely, ever-charming, the she puts the brows in boy brow. How long will we how long will we use that? Um Annie Diamond Creek Bomb. Hey. So we should explain why we've been in and out, in and out, in and out. We like dropped in to respond to the Glossier book and then we dropped <laughs> back out and people have questions. Have you been getting questions? No, not a single. I think people gave up on us. I think they realized that we are the Caroline Calloway of podcasting. <laughs> our return episode and our like Patreon, like we're going to be posting on Patreon, which I, I'll take that as like my fault. But we are. Don't give up on our Patreons because we basically, our lovely producer Wes got a full-time job as a, as a teacher. Which is like and, the worst thing he could have done. <laughs> and, and he very selfishly chose teaching the youth of America over producing this podcast. And so it took us a little while to get back in the driver's seat of our lives, find a new producer, which we have done, and get our SHIT together. But we're back. And we're not we're I'm not back. going anywhere. With that said, I mean like I feel like we could do some more chit chat, but I don't really I feel like we just need to get to the hard hitting news of the week. Well I don't know. We also we're going in raw. We haven't talked to each other quite some time. I know. It's I do true. want to know what's going on in your life. Have you had any more personal tragedies? <laughs> I mean, remember our lost episode where it's very we did a whole ep- have, Yeah, because I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what the readers know. We did a whole episode of the podcast that I didn't hit record for. And I think during that podcast, we talked about how um, my husband Casey starting his own aesthetic dermatology practice and I'm helping him with the stuff that I know how to do. And he's sticking to the stuff that I don't know how to do, like injecting people with things, using lasers, etc. But anyway, we found this like incredibly amazing 1930s building that feels like you're in like a magical, it's like a little magical oasis in West Hollywood. We've spent the last like five months, no, three months renovating it and like finding furniture for it. Everything we wanted, like everything to be like very special to us and to make it feel less like a medi spa and more like a fun place to go and hang out. Like, uh, what's the gay and female and straight version of like a man cave, like a, a cool store? <laughs> it's a third space. As they say, a third, yeah, it's a third space. It's a or a liminal space. I just learned about liminal spaces. Ooh, okay. Well, let's use that. So it, the 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 company's called Contraposto. I'm wearing some of their merch right now, and we're like almost done with construction. Our final pieces of furniture are probably over the ocean, flying over the oceans as we speak, and we should be opening next week. And it's been really exciting, but it's like we're spending all of our life savings on this. But I have the utmost faith in my husband, who is incredibly talented. And um, and does a ton of rich, been, famous people, by the way. Yes. Just going to throw that out there. Yes, he does, though he's never told you the name of so one of one of them because of HIPAA. But... That's true. He no, actually, it is true. But he is very modest. But he's the best, and his whole you aesthetic did. and Just his kidding. look <laughs> is is like the 
like look like a fresher, more well-rested version of yourself, like softening things versus like erasing things. I don't know. He's, he's the best. And it's been fun to build something, you know, from scratch that is like a super premium kind of wellness idea versus like, it's not, this is not a product right now, though we are developing a few crazy products, but generally speaking, it's like a service and it's a place. So it's been fun just like to exercise my brain in a different way. We've learned a lot about the construction business and about real estate. And it's not a tragedy, but it's just taken longer than it should. And we've sunk. Evie's not going to call it. I'll put it this way. If this thing goes belly up, Evie's not going to college so fast. That's fine. She'll be an influencer. Exactly. Well, hopefully she does that anyway. I, I also think by the time our kids are of college age, I really don't think college will be a thing. Well, the higher, like higher education. education. Is it's so. crazy. Like college, like four years of college is $200,000. Something's got to go. a racket. Also, there needs to be more like vocational technical schools. In high school, by the way. I think you should, the fact that you have no... And this, I'm speaking just from my own experience because I was so uninterested in college and figuring out my future. They really don't give you any sort of like, here's a menu of things. I guess that's what career days are for. Maybe they did do all these things and I was just an no, asshole. No, they that don't. I mean, especially but- if you're in like a creative field, they don't. I remember I went to Brown, like a super liberal arts vibe place. They have a medical school though, but like generally speaking, very creative and free thinking and a lot of people go into creative fields. All of that said, there was zero career help for anyone who wasn't going into banking or consulting. Zero. I didn't even know that like writing about fashion or beauty was a job. I didn't I didn't know that you're like that was a job. Did I ever tell you that I never got paid at XO Jane? No, you did. When you worked at XO Jane. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot thought, to, you didn't you just thought like that the exposure was the payment well they also too didn't like I sent in the article they sent me back some notes and I like made changes and then it just was up on the website like there was no like sign this release like I never got paid until they offered me a job and then I was making 40k baby 40k a year in New York City. I mean that's like that shows your generation because when I started and graduated my first job was 30 30,000. Don't get me started on fucking young millennials and Gen Z what are who new, want What are new job starting salaries now? I infl- I think well there's one discussion with inflation. There's inflation that's actually happening in the economy. And then there's the inflation of the egos of young workers. <laughs> yeah. I will say, it's though, here's, I will say advice. Inflation time. It's something that people, maybe they are talking about and I just haven't seen it. But this is my advice, like genuinely trying to look out for the next generation. Just coming from startup world is so much of our salaries were given to us as shares in the company. And I just want everybody to kind of like look at the startup bubble and see how many companies went on to like, like the companies that everybody wants to work for, like at least like apps and um, even WeWork went bankrupt. Oh my God, well, WeWork went bankrupt and and he doesn't have to give back any of the money. And he's so, so, so rich. And like the company is, went belly up. 
I mean, there's so many founders that are absolute criminals, which is like you kind of have you have to have that to raise money. You have to be a good liar because that's what mm-hmm. that's what fundraising is. It's just like this is Snaps. all imaginary, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I swear. But I was gonna say. Just do the math and think about like how many brands that you like the ones that you want to work for have gone on to go public and like actually like make money or be acquired by a bigger brand. Like it does happen, but maybe you could like talk to some employees at like who what's a company that got acquired for a shit ton of money? Like the ordinary? Like I wonder how much like early employees that had like shares in the company like saw in return from that. I think I feel like I yeah I feel like I've known a few people who've had who had early shares. It's like I I mean it depends like what number employee you are and obviously how many shares, but it the math doesn't always math in the way you think it's gonna math. No, and it's getting really creative now with people like offering shares for companies that they know are like failing and because they don't have cash. So everybody should just be aware. Of that. That's my advice to the next generation. And invest in gold. Oh, yeah? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really valuable during... Well, like I was thinking, have you ever read The Road? Apocalypse? Yeah, like are we going to be like trading gold blocks? Probably. Huh. I mean, like, uh, ask Mike Nouveau. He's trading watches. Watches are, to me, like the fact that the watch... talk about Mike Nouveau's New York Times piece? Incredible. Mike Nouveau has... Um, pivoted from being a DJ, which obviously during the pandemic stopped being a livelihood, to being a watch dealer and a really successful watch dealer and a TikTok star. Well, he's become a successful watch dealer via via, via TikTok. TikTok. But don't you think that watch dealing and just like the the crazy growth of like the secondary Rolex and P- Patek Philippe and whatever, like all of those markets is kind of one step away from investing in like f- precious metals. I mean, they are precious metals. Yeah. You are investing in precious metals. Oh, yeah. And rich people put their money in like real estate and art. Yeah. Oh, Same well, thing. oh my gosh. Can we do a, a moment for arts and culture? There was a daily episode, I think it was the daily, the New York Times podcast, about the Wildenstein art collection. Remember Jocelyn Wildenstein? I don't even know how I'm pronouncing that, but the cat lady, the original cat lady. Uh, Yes. She was the wife of a guy, a Wildenstein, Stein, whatever, uh, a very prominent family, French family, art family. And there's this daily episode that's all about basically like how the art market is the biggest unregulated financial market that exists. There just, there's not like any, nothing is traceable. A lot of the Wildenstein's money is like pillaged from like, ultimately like was like pillaged by the Nazis and then, you know, has changed hands. There doesn't have to be records of things. They have like billions or not, maybe not billions, but like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of art in storage, like in Switzerland and wherever that like, no, they don't have to, they can just give it to like, you know, offspring. They don't have, there's no like taxes there. It's well, and they can donate it and write it out as a tax deduction, correct. And then- but they don't have to like reveal how much there actually is. And because it's like, you know, people with that amount of wealth and that old of wealth, their wealth is like spread out through all these different entities and 
banks and like whatever that are all, you know, completely anonymous or not, if not anonymous, then obscure, confidential, whatever that like there was a one, they essentially like the brothers in this family. And I don't quote me on this, but listen to the daily episode basically tried to disinherit like the widows, like when one brother would die or like one sibling, you know, one family member would die, their wife, they would try to get them to sign, you know, a paper saying all all I want is, you know, my two horses and nothing else. The wife would sign that and then it would turn out that they basically signed away, you know, $500 million in like art that like they didn't know that they were due to inherit anyway. That's fine. I'm like, if I have enough money to live the rest of my life. True. What do I, what do I give a fuck? Well, I mean, the fact that like, obviously millennials are the first generation that won't be more successful than the gener- than their parents' generation is interesting. But that also means that I feel like generational wealth will all, you know, there will be no more safety nets for our kids. Mm, I feel like the generational wealth of like, the uber rich is going to continue for at least a few more generations. Yeah, but I feel like the whole thing about baby boomers was that it was not uber rich. It was sort of like people... But society will become more separate. Like those people will want like... Like now the rift between the middle class and the elite is going to be so great that it's going to be a very like us against them... Class warfare. Things are going to get freaky deaky... That's all I'm saying. I know. We we, okay. we already know. We already know they have, and we're not going to touch that. Nope. We're not going to touch that. This is a we're podcast gonna... for escapism, fantasy. You know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to discredit myself. I am smart enough to have a good opinion on it, but I'm just not going to say it. Exactly. I went to Italy, and while well, I'd been kind of traveling for a long time, vacationing, eating. Seeing people, having drinks, work drinks, social drinks, all of the all of the above. My birthday, high school friends, the whole thing. And then most recently I got back from Italy. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be traveling. I need a schedule, set schedule every day. I'm gonna join a gym. So the day I get back from Italy, I go to the fucking equinox, the destination equinox that I, I was What's like, a I destination need- equinox? It is my third space. It is a – it's basically an equinox with a sauna. <laughs> Got it. A steam, they have steam rooms and saunas and then a, a, like a pool on the roof. And you can also go to like all the other equinoxes whenever you travel. So oh, so it's city. like unlocking the like ultimate – it's like the ultimate equinox. Yeah. I basically – I wanted like – an. I guess all equinoxes are pretty nice unless you like read the reviews of the Williamsburg location. But you wanted like one that you could like go to and like, you know, have a day. I'm t- the views from the one in Hudson Yards. <laughs> okay. okay, continue. I was the views going, the equinox. my squats were deeper and my ass looks better for that. So Hoboken, so, you, exactly. sweeping thank views rela- of Hoboken. Thank, thank related group. <clears throat> thank the, the Trump donor who had that party that time where equinox was briefly Everyone's canceled. Continue. So I go in for like my first meeting with my personal trainer and she hooks me up to this machine. Well, she's asking me all these like medical, you know, medical questions. Also to it felt like a therapy session. It was like a little confusing. It's like, why are you not sleeping? I was like, how much time you got? Um, and then they like, make it look- <laughs> She's like, I think we need to buy another pack of training <laughs> sessions. 
And so then she's like, okay, I'm going to have you stand on this machine. And it's going to like spit out some some oh stats God, for you. I've still that machine. The one that's like, you are one third fat. <laughs> that's what it told me. Yeah, I know. I am 30.1% body fat. I mean, I I I could have told you that. I it's you think it's the it's the shoulders up or is it the knees down? You could have told me that I gained. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gained ten pounds. I gained ten no. pounds since the but start of the year of fat. <laughs> I don't believe those muscle. machines. I the only one that you know that the only machine those fat composition body composition machines. The only one that actually works is called the DEXA scan. And they, it's not, not many places have it, but it's basically like an MRI thing. So the one with the, all the rich people are doing? No, that that's like a, that's like a CAT scan, I think. Or I don't know. I don't know the difference, to be honest. But um, this one is only like $100, maybe. I think the one that all the influencers are doing is like $2,000. But if you use code ChrisAppleton10. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you if you have anyway. cancer or not. But that's the one that like literally is like reading, like, you know, telling how dense your bones are and all that. But anyway, continue. That's my story is I was I was a I was a moron coming back like literally the day after going to Italy and eating. It was insane. I will say the restaurants that eat the food experience was once in a lifetime. I'll never forget it. We it had was the worth chef's, it, right? chef's table at the best restaurant in Italy. Not expecting that. I just thought we I, I thought it was like hard, like. The person I was traveling with had to call in some favors just to get a reservation. So I was thinking like this, or so he said. And then we walk in and they like walk us back through the kitchen into the um, this like wine cellar that was like the chef's table. And we just like got to eat there by ourselves and be like, you know, have like total privacy to be like assholes and make like all of our like horrible jokes and like get drunk and like have the best food ever. It was so fun. Sounds like you guys really did America proud. Yeah. No, we represented. We did a good job. <laughs> we did. I I wore like nice outfits every day. I was very polite to everyone. I yeah. No, no, no. I I did. You I did good had job. good manners. Okay, thank you. Now it's time to talk about beauty. Where to begin? Where to begin? Where to begin? What what would you say the biggest news story is out of the list? That we- um, I was on a text chain with a few friends and all of us had taken, I think the, the common thread was that we had all taken high school French and we were trying to decipher the meaning of Beyonce's fragrance, say noir, which means this black. Because her name's or, Beyonce. What does so. that have to, oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's that deep. Okay, because we're like, say noir means this black. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not the most. It's not like I was. I was not, almost like, does she mean clever. to write like say soir, <laughs> like tonight? I think, like, <laughs> if you consider that it is like the tail end of her name, like the last syllable of her name. I don't know. I'm like, I love Beyonce, and I would take a bullet for her. That said, she's never come out with a good product. Prove me wrong. No, no, I'm just. Well, Ivy Park was a loss leader for Adidas. House of Darion. The world I wasn't mean, ready. <laughs> I mean, arguably. Yeah. Or, or we're just talking Beyonce. I mean, but I've, I've already given my thoughts about Beyonce's like personal style. Well, Fox no, we, we, yeah, we've both done that. But I'm just saying, like, I think that the, yeah, I just, I don't think it's going to smell good. I don't think she has the. 
if we can just turn this conversation to a positive yep i will say beyonce is the star the best performer alive she has given her remember when summer of 2020 when she did the list of like all the black owned businesses that she liked and she she Mm -hmm. like gives away her influence to like other designers to like other makeup makers and you know what i mean like i think she's good about that whereas we have other stars that are just like i'm just gonna make my own version of that and make true i wonder what lip kylie was probably using what kat von d lip kits i don't know did we ever talk about in the podcast how there is that celebrity who shall remain nameless who came out with a skincare brand that looks exactly like necessary it could have been on the last episode no, I think maybe, it was before Maybe then. it was on the last episode. When's the last time you've heard of that? And you're really I don't know, but all I'm so saying... liberally on this. Like <laughs> Well, that's clue number one. Like we're talking like we're talking like somebody that would might show up in like a VH1 show as like a contestant. No. She or he is a former model turned host. And totally ripped off necessary. And I'm just like, you're a celebrity. Like, don't you have the resources to like hire? You just gotta keep winning. You just gotta keep winning. You just gotta keep winning. It's our job. Anyway, what what would you? So to me, my biggest news of the last few weeks was Beyonce is releasing a fragrance, and it's a I guess pretty straightforward name, though I was confused by it. I don't know. She's one of the biggest stars in the world. I guess if we're talking beauty. But like beauty adjacent. That's what we're, sweetie, we, sweetie. What are we here to talk about? Well, we're 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 not shy about talking about Skims. True. Kim. I Kylie. just got. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of which, I last night I totally I think I blacked out, but I bought all of the men's Skims underwear. It's like so. It like makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like so sexy. <laughs> Hold what on. really? It's not super sexy from the photos like, from what I, would... I don't know. It's like there's just something kind of like, I don't know. It just like it feels like it feels wrong. Um, Even her, like it's almost like has... jock strappy, if that makes sense. Yeah, she has. I guess if we're talking about her women, she has a larger assortment of women's, I guess. But she has definitely some of the craziest skankiest underwear i've ever seen from even yeah. going to like the exotic dancer like shops and like getting like you know the nylon like like floss like bodysuits like she has some of the craziest tiniest but so you saw the nipple bra um i saw the nipple i thought bra. it was a i thought it was a saturday night live sketch i didn't <laughs> think it was real but apparently it's all sold out on her site is so it is real it's real it's it's she markets it as like the like ultimate like boob job bra, but I'm like when since when were we obsessed with like having erect nipples twenty four seven? I don't know. I didn't I didn't know that that was like a thing in in, in culture at large. Is it? Did you like? Well, I mean, the bra is sold out, and the, she made like I mean, it's a I. Uh, I'm also being like naive because I'm thinking like they literally made an entire product and like campaign of this like insane concept that is so risky and like so weird and taboo. But then I'm thinking like that's like nothing to Kim. That's like that's like not even half a day's work. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean, it takes no money for them to like launch a product like that. It's like for, but for normal people, it would. And I didn't know man. this about Skims because I had never bought it, but it's pretty well executed. Maybe not like the actual, I don't mean, I don't mean the like sewing, but like the box and the like tissue paper that it comes in and like the product box, like it's really well done. It's not, it doesn't feel like they were like thrown in there, you know, like, and tied with a piece of like packing tape. No, but I also think that since they launched, because when they first launched, it was like with product that they had to remove all of the like skimono labels from. And it was kind of thrown in the box vibes. And I think they probably since then, since they've done so well, like have their own fulfillment center now, like over, like everything's just like done according to plan now. And so, yeah, I mean, great for them. Yeah, great for them. Speaking of which, Swarovski X Skims, will you be buying anything? No, it's all sold out. I looked. I don't know. I, then I was like, where am I going to, like, uh, I don't know how to style stuff like that. It's, yeah, I, I, looking it's at it, looking out. at it, it's like, oh, no, I, no, they, the jelly sheer tube skirt is still available. That's not really like my vibe. No, it's not right for diminutive. You would think Diamond would love that shit. You would think. But anyway, so I'm trying. I'm, I'm currently t- uh, testing the skims, but I was impressed with just like the packaging execution, and there's like just something kind of like jockstrappy about it that's like crazy. She discontinued my favorite bra, unfortunately, which was like a stringy. It clasps in the front, and it's like basically wearing like a thong as a bra, <laughs> like two thongs. <laughs> it's like very like micro strap. She just continued it. It's my favorite one. Should we talk about Kai? That yeah. the teaser video I sent you was like the funniest marketing. Who is doing Kylie's marketing? So she's she launches Kai. It's a which I think is actually genius, the thesis of her company. She's gonna do like these short-lived collabs with like up and coming or like more niche designers. Is that so what it, so her, she wasn't ripping off that designer? She was actually collaborating with them. Yeah. Yeah. She collab. So she, and she like found this like Berlin based, like BDSM type design who is called Namelia. Namelia is the name. And they make basically, they make like Berg, Bergein wear. Got it. So Kylie, Paired with them to do plastic trench coats and puffer jackets. She, you know, vegan leather and tube dresses. And then what she's calling base layers. Her whole thing is like base layers and puffer jackets. Base layers, (laughs) trench coat. Base layer, tube dress. Which is great. I love dressing like that. Like smart. Like I don't hate all of this. I hate that it's all plastic. But you sent me the headline. What's the headline? It's all under $200. Wait, what's the headline to what? She sold a million dollars of it in like a day. An hour. She sold it. Oh, an hour. No, I think it was a day. Yeah, and now she already has her next um, drop happening, like mere days after her first. So, don't love that. That's not super sustainable. And it's puffers and base layers, which are like nylon puffers, long, short vest, hoods, no hoods, and then again more base layers. It's looking like a little Mugler. Some of them. I don't know who this is for. I mean, it's for a lot of people. It's it's basically the Skims customer. These designs are not far off. 
just funny. There's so much overlap in these. I think Kylie looks up to Kim so much. It's crazy. And I'm, I will just say I'm so happy she's not with Travis Scott anymore. I think she's really come in. She's back to her old self. And, like, you can really see it. I'm happy for her. That's good. But, yeah, we don't – I want to make fun of that video. Oh, okay. Well, but I think we should put it – it'll be on our Instagram. You just have to see, like, how bizarre this, like, video is. And, like, it has nothing – she's – Kylie's, like, reading the newspaper, eating a huge croissant and like, a – In, like, the Creon French hotel, hotel room. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I don't know who's doing her <laughs> social media direction. <laughs> what sucks? Did you watch the Selling Sunset? Did you? I've been watching it. I'm sad that it seems like Chriselle has taken a turn for the trashy. I feel like she was kind of girl. the least trashy and kind of nice. And now she seems like they, <sighs> I mean, God love them and God love that show. If you're looking to turn your brain completely off, you know, out of body brain shut off, watching this new season of Selling Sunset, I think is it. It is like the visual equivalent to ketamine, I will say. Like yes. I, yeah. It's just like they're the, the, in one scene in the first episode, Amanza, who is one of the now, I guess, like oldest characters, like oldest meaning most long lasting characters, but she's from, I think, the second season. She has a purse that is just a basketball. A Chanel basketball. She got a it, Chanel like. basketball, but like she's carrying it like a purse, but there's not a hole in it to carry anything. It's literally, she's literally just carrying a basketball. Didn't Christine Quinn That's come not in even with like a fashion. folding chair as her bag one year? Yes, but like at least a chair you can put something on. A basketball. No, it was like a miniature chair. <laughs> but at least like you could like, I don't know, like balance something on it. You can't balance anything on a ball. No, the ball was, I mean, the whole show was just. But Chriselle is so mean. She's so mean. And, and also is G-Flip, what is G-Flip's? type of music i don't know i think it's like edm it's a music that i don't do, listen to do they sing or do they play like a, a computer like what are they when they perform what instruments do they need i block out on all the g flip scenes <laughs> <laughs> um but i love emma and her empanadas i'm like are you hispanic is she don't know TBD. She's the whitest looking person I've ever seen. <laughs> Emma, is Emma the one who is the blonde, like tall, very tall one? I mean, that doesn't really, that I'm not doesn't really narrow it down. Yeah. No, um, she's, she's everyone's she is gorgeous the most, on the show. She's the most thin blonde. Uh, yeah. And she's gorgeous. She's just like going to blow away in the wind. She's the one who looks like Christine. Yeah, but Christine had a more like brat doll vibe. Yeah, Emma is more like the, the sad thing about Christine. If we can have a moment for Christine Quinn, is she thought she was bigger than the show? She st she got the cover of Interview Magazine recently for doing Interview that Magazine doesn't what. come out. There is there are no covers. It's a quote unquote digital cover. That just means okay, that they so. someone took the logo. <laughs> Of interview and put it over an Instagram picture of her. If Mel Ottenberg says somebody is cool, that's like not nothing. It's not nothing, but I still think she should. Like, I think that the show needs her. 
Like, I just feel rudderless without her on the show. Oh, I thought you were saying you thought she was a bigger deal than she is. I think she's not too big for the show. I think that the show is the right vehicle for her. But they kicked her off the show. That's not her fault, right? <sighs> but did, she, did they? I don't like Nick Cannon's baby mama. She's oh, I love Nick Cannon. I love her. I did before she was so mean for no reason because a girl was like, oh, yeah, we met before. <laughs> she was like, how dare you act like you know me? Because I think, I think, no, no, that story was because was I guess insane. like she, the implication was that they like met at the strip club, like as strippers or something. No bottle service girls. Okay. Which it's like. Sweetie, oh, we've that's all on, it's had also bad jobs. that's on that's on you that like that's not her fault. Like she's acting like this girl's exposing I think she, her. No, no, or but she felt like she was being set up. <laughs> it, the the reaction. Also, not- can I say one other thing? And this is again not to shame anyone, but like the Nick Cannon of it all, and like his determination to get as many different women pregnant. As he can, like, I know that he has lots of money, but does he have that much money that, like, all of these women are incredibly happy and incredibly content with what I can only imagine is, like, a complicated relationship with the father of their children? Like, is he, like, you'll never have to think about money ever again to these, how many different women? Like, there's eight women maybe like that's a lot of money that he has to have to like give all of them peace of mind financially for the rest of their lives and their kid i mean there's no way he's going to give the kid the attention it needs any of them well we're we're talking i don't think that i mean we're we're talking about selling sunset and the currency is not attention and love the currency is cold hard cash and designer clothes and moschino not if you're a former friend, not if you're a Manza and Chriselle's being mean to you. Although, I, is that why do you think that all the exes work for? Nick Cannon when? has 12 children with six women. Right? Yeah, 12 children. I mean, that would be fun to have so many friends. As, and he had, <laughs> so no, he, had, he had nine of those 12 kids in two years. That is so foul. That is just foul. That's you know just who foul. I heard allegedly is doing something similar. Elon Musk. But yes, in like a in a, in a in a more scientific way, in that I don't think he's like involved actively involved in the insemination process. If you know what I mean, allegedly. Oh, speaking of movies, a twenty four. I'm getting a little like. They're so clever and they they think so 360 about the marketing of the movies they make. But I'm getting a little disenchanted with the very obvious and heavy-handed approach that they took to the merch to, for the Priscilla movie. Okay, explain. I want to see that, by the way. I haven't seen it. I do too because I am a product of uh, Marie Antoinette. That was like a formative movie in my I don't know how old I was when it came out, but I remember seeing it in theaters. And but like 
the movie, so I was really disappointed in the, actually one of the major reasons I haven't seen Priscilla yet is because in the previews for the movie, the makeup was so underwhelming and that is just not Priscilla. So they really did, in my opinion, did not capture her essence at all since they were made that decision stylistically. They tried to make it feel a little too like her makeup a little bit more like accessible. Yes, because they came out A24's Half Magic Beauty, which was the Euphoria, you know, makeup line, launched a Priscilla eyeliner kit. And they're using like stills from the movie to promote it. So I'm just like, that's a little like it just makes me feel like they weren't focused on just making the movie. Certainly not. And that's how I felt about the Barbie movie. Like it's you guys are like taking like the purity away from filmmaking and it shows. And they also did like a little lock. She has a little locket that she wears in the movie, which and you can like buy it on like Majuri. You can buy it from Jay Hannah Jewelry. <laughs> I don't which know. Which I'm like, that's great for her. Like, like I know, no. I know. But do you remember? Like, do you remember when Miley Cyrus um, came out with the Bangers album? That was like the Wrecking Ball. Like you know, we can't the part like her, you know, appropriating twerk culture moment Mm -hmm. and like it was the first time that I noticed that there were like beats it was like I think like either like a beats by Dre like sound speaker and then she uses like EOS EOS the bomb all the the music videos had EOS the bomb yeah and it was basically because like the new way if you want to do a high production value you know, music video, you essentially like they're this, the record labels or whoever used to be paying for it is no longer paying for it. And so if you want to like do a really good music video directed by a good music video director, you have to like essentially get like a sponsor and have these like crazy placements that are basically just commercials for these products in order to like pay for Trust the production. Trust me, A24 is not having any, any trouble financing a movie with Sofia Coppola. That is just like not what's happening. I mean, her, her, I don't know, but like, I just think that like, like they're I'm treating it like it's general, like a trolls, it's like a trolls sequel. Like they have all those like toys ready to come out, you know, it's like fucking ridiculous maybe. at this point. You heard it here first coming for Sorry. A24, but at the same time, if they were ever to be interested in anything, any kind of IP that we've ever come out with, we would be more than happy to work with them. I got a few up my sleeve. A few ideas. They don't have any product. Only one has products attached to it, though, unfortunately. But we can I, talk. in my middle age, have become completely obsessed with home decor items and textiles. And speaking of side hustles, I am starting to collect and deal um, these like incredible vintage African textiles from Ghana. Where can we find these? Um, um, just in sliding into my DMs, but they're and like from the photos. 1950s in Ghana. Yeah. And they're like incredible. They're, some of them are big enough. You could like upholster like a chair in them. They're amazing. Why special. don't you just start an account where you just like hold them up and put the size and those can be your posts. DM mm. to inquire. <laughs> and then you can just put mark, mark them sold. This is sold. all the I know I should do that. You're right. Sold. 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 Went quick enough. <laughs> Weren't quick enough. I should also create like fake 
demand by like starting like you know like remember how like all the instagram brands would like launch with like 10 you know like or like 20 mood pictures like i should launch with like 20 pictures of like things that i've held up saying sold 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 so it just seems like you better go really quickly yeah okay, yeah and then they idea. come out for a sale like two weeks later but nobody will be any the wiser yeah do we want to talk about the horror story of dr roxy or no what's dr roxy did you read the? Okay, so this was a piece in the cut like several weeks ago, but you know we've been gone. So um, if this is old news, then I guess turn off our podcast and go elsewhere. Um, so Doxy Doc Doc the, the Doctor. I was going to say Foxy Roxy. Anyway, continue. Those okay. So the, that is that is the hold that thought. She's a TikTok plastic surgeon. She was a TikTok plastic surgeon. So and she was based in I think like Ohio, and she was live streaming and snapchatting her procedures and gaining a shit ton of followers across like tiktok instagram snapchat and getting like patients through her popularity on these like channels now her like license has been revoked like her patients have been while she's been live streaming procedures she's been like perforating their bowels and like leaving them with like crazy disfigurements and like people are almost dying because she's like too concentrated on like filming for social media like doing like the savage dance (laughs) yeah like like, (laughs) she's like dapping or whatever dabbing no dabbing what is it called Dabbing, I think dabbing. Oh God, I'm old. Anyway, continue. So what happened? I mean, it's just it's just like the Doctor Death like series. Like she just it's incredible. It's incredible malpractice because she was like trying to get famous on Instagram from like live streaming procedures. But I just have to say, and normally, <laughs> I get it. It's hard. Like you don't want to victim blame, but we're gonna victim blame on this one because. If you're sending a, if, if you're, you're going choosing to a, a doctor yeah. that is live streaming and talking, they were saying she was like talking to camera while she was like sucking out, like she was liposuctioning a woman's thigh. She was making eye contact with the camera. Like that's fucking insane. I think you kind of get what you pay for in some ways. And it's like, you know, it's like going to Dr. Pimple Popper and, you know, and expecting to have your privacy maintained. <laughs> If, it like, wasn't about their know, privacy. Like, like people were like almost on the verge of death because she was like she was doing too much like eye contact with the camera was, and not enough yeah. looking at the. Actual... That's what the prosecutor is is saying. The like state like malpractice prosecutor after like Ugh. they brought a case against her after they had like several complaints. I mean, I know that there were like also on TikTok there were nurses like at the, sort of at the beginning of TikTok who were like doing dances. Or like posing, like taking selfies with like patients, and like the nursing homes. Oh, it's just like it makes me so sad. I mean, it's good content. So on the one hand, like I kind of understand. You know, I'm kidding. Don't you? I feel like there should be an age limit on both sides that like you can't be on. You can't have like your image on social media until a certain age, and like also after a certain age. I just don't. I don't like the elders being taken advantage of, and like. Not to mention the kids on social media that like I I read it as like these kids that are whose parents are p- putting them all over social media and like getting sponsorship deals and like paying for their families like livelihood because out of like their toddler performing on Instagram it's like living with your boss it's like twenty four seven like content production <laughs> I'm looking at you I Nick. mean n- I mean it's true 
but like one of the most that one of the highest grossing YouTubers is like a kid who like opens toys and I, and I guess like there's I think there are rules now where like a certain amount of their income if it's a kid has to go to like an account that only they will have access to when they turn 18 or something like that but I guarantee that the parents have figured out ways to skim off the is that federal top law? and the bottom I don't well, I don't know we're not lawyers or doctors here Mm-mm. so Dr. Roxy if you have an appointment we suggest you cancel it but also don't find your doctor from social media sorry true but like i also do think that like that is probably where even good doctors and well-informed patients are finding things you know i don't know if the doctor is like way. spending too much of their time on social i'm like what if they're like on instagram while you're they're examining you and you're like hello i'm up here but also if they're saying like, oh, my, the wait list to get in with me is two years. Like I'm just so busy and like I'm so expensive. I'm like, well, why? how do you have time to post like a reaction video like three times a week? Like <laughs> th- that's crazy to me. Like I don't know if know. you're like either you're overworking yourself or and that's also dangerous or something like you're not all that you say you are. Also, they were saying like her patients were when they were interviewed for the cut – some of her former patients were like, well, I went to her because she was super relatable. She wasn't cold. Like, she was like a mom. She would talk about her kids' soccer games. Like, we would email back and forth. I'm like, absolutely not. I want my doctor to be like Christian Bale in American Psycho. Like, I want him to be so obsessed with, like, flesh and, like, the female yeah. form and, like, technical shit. and like Especially his, like, surgeons. Tool. Yeah. Like, they don't need to yeah. really have a good you know, bedside manner. That's not what I'm looking for. I want him to have like a God complex and like, I want him to be too good for social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Or her or her. I hear actually women doctors are like safer to go to, like statistically speaking for certain. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I hear women doctors are good as well are getting better and better. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's true. Now that they let us go to medical school, we are. I know better. it is. Yeah. It's amazing. I think that I'm happy to be back and to see your face every week. Speaking of. Speaking of, this is going to, some of this is going to be on video. On Patreon. On Patreon. We're going to be putting the video of our podcast, the video cast, so to speak, on our Patreon, patreon.com slash eyewitnessbeauty. Um, we're going to be creating merch very, very soon, which will be available only to um, the premier tiers of our Patreon. And this podcast is now produced by someone entirely different, whose name is Jonathan Cornman. He has a company called Friend of the Pod, and he is a friend of this pod. Shout out, Jonathan. Um, I guess we're going to not do your product of the week. Oh, I was going to say, I thought we should maybe do a gift guide. Actually, this year for gift guide, which we'll do early, as long as everybody plays along, you guys need to send us the best gift you ever had received or like something that you want to buy, but you would never buy yourself, but you would gladly receive as a gift. Send it in and also like your questions. But we've we've already given enough for like psycho dads that never like helped raise you so don't ask that again we already told you what did we say a money clip (laughs) (laughs) socks i don't know (laughs) anyway how about just like amazing things to buy that are seasonless yeah that's what we're gonna work on 
Eyewitness Beauty is great and we're on Instagram at Eyewitness Beauty and talk to us, call us, text us. Let me know if you want any textiles. I can send you pictures and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.